Kaylani, can you help plan it? Curse, girl. Just tell me what you want. Her name is Kaylani? No, it's Kaylani. I was like, wait a minute. Kaylani. It's Kaylani. Kaylani. And she said Kaylani. No. Look, I'm just finding out. But that's how much we don't know you. We need to get to know you better. I'm sorry. So, no, but honestly, yes. it was like you just kind of appeared, so we didn't know. Like, yeah, I think she's kind of appeared. Well, I don't well, think she just appeared. Yeah, I don't no, think she appeared. No, but we didn't know like whose friend you were. I had an interaction with Jackie, Evelyn, and Shawnee. You just came around, and we didn't but know why, like why, why from where. Here? Cause you because you're yeah. I don't think nobody needs to know. I don't. I'll oh. have to check in. <laughs> no, we do need to know where you came from. So that was a snippet from episode three of Basketball Wives. Long time no speak. I know I have missed several episodes. Life was lifing. Um, I went out of town for like two weeks and a week. I just didn't feel like watching this shit. I'm not going to lie. Um, but I'm back. Uh, I'm going to like rapid fire through this episode and episode four because they were kind of like filler episodes anyway, especially this one. Um I don't feel like too much happened, uh, but this was the curious case of Clayana. I felt like, well, the beginning of of Clayana filling the role, I feel like uh, she's going to fill the role of Mika Claxton slash um, OG slash just the person who doesn't want to be on the show, but for whatever reason, they signed up to be on the show and they have to keep reminding us how much they don't want to be on the show. So... Um, yeah, that was the beginning of it, of, of her, because we haven't really, but I feel like she's intentionally been edited that way in order to, to give us this moment, um, that we got in episode three. So this is episode three entitled Ice Queens. Um, again, I felt like this was really a filler episode. It was more so a Britney heavy episode. And the next episode is a, um, Jessil heavy episode. Um, so we start with Evelyn and Brittany meeting in the park, which basically is an advertisement for Evelyn's workout gear. She looks amazing, though, by the way, her body looks like thicker. Evelyn looks good. And you can see even in the confessional, she looks good. thick. Um, and they talk about the whole Shaq situation, because remember, in episode two, they confronted Brittany at that dinner about her hanging out with Shaq. So, um... Brittany shows the screenshots that shows that Shaq is the one that messaged her. Um, and Evelyn kind of just takes that for what it is. She likes Brittany, so she doesn't question her too much more about that. Um, I thought this scene was interesting because Brittany was like dressed in PE sweats and a vest and her wig was just all over the place. Like she, if they bring her back next season, I hope she decides to get a glam team or put more thought into what she's giving on camera because this was just like all over the place they discussed the mom guilt um blah 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 i mean she's evelyn sees her as a younger version of her so um we get that then we get a scene of vanessa calling amy again amy is carl's first baby mama that allegedly he cheated on with evelyn evelyn says he didn't cheat on her with her Vanessa says she does, and that's her whole reason for having a beef with Evelyn. Amy sounds uninterested. I said Amy tells Vanessa to back off, and there's no beef. 
I was surprised in this scene that Amy was black. I mean, Amy sounds black, black. She, she didn't sound like, she sounds like someone's black mom. I was surprised by that. But um, she tells Vanessa to back off. Uh, then we get a scene of Jackie meeting with Jennifer. Uh, they're rehashing their beef from last season, which I didn't feel like was even that serious. I felt like they just needed content. And that was just an easy beef to go with. Um I said Jen looks like Jen is giving Rhythm Nation. Uh, Jen gives Jackie a peaceful juice. They discuss Jen's new man. Uh, just Jen discusses how her last dude scammed her for a Range Rover. Jen has a history of like scamming dudes, including Wide Hip Tim. Like every dude she's gotten with has been a scam in some kind of way. Even Eric uh, Williams, if we're honest, because I mean he kind of scammed her out of life in general. <laughs> Uh, then we get Brooke meeting with her dad and they discuss grief. The dad was clearly like very uncomfortable on camera, I felt like. But they talk about the death of her daughter. Um, I'm not sure how close Brooke and her dad were. Like I got the feeling in this scene that they were close, but maybe not as close as she was trying to give off. Um, again, I, I said it, I know I said he seems very uncomfortable, but he could have just been uncomfortable discussing grief because apparently he lost his son as well. And she referred to it as his son. So that makes me think that he possibly had another family and he lost his son from that family, but she makes him a charcuterie board. They, um, they have a nice moment. Um, and yeah. Then we get Jocelyn setting up a picnic. Uh, this is like a picnic for the newbies because it's Jocelyn, Brittany, uh, Vanessa, and Clayana, which is interesting later on in the episode because Jocelyn is the one who calls her Kaylani, and it's like starts an uproar. So then um, Brittany arrives and discusses. Um, her son and her son's father and seeing her son soon. Vanessa arrives. She's still dwelling on Evelyn, but says she's over it. Kleana arrives. Jocelyn calls her Kaylani, as I said. Um, Jocelyn is making sure to not back. Oh, yeah. Jocelyn, um, like I noticed in these scenes, she always makes sure to not bash Evelyn, not bash Shawnee, not bash Jackie. She's very, like, conscious of not bashing the OGs of the show, which is interesting. And I think um, shows how receptive they are to her when you don't come on the show, like looking for an issue with one of them. So I kind of noticed that. Uh, Brittany FaceTimes her mom. I said, this is a Brittany heavy episode, which is why it was kind of a filler episode to me. I just, it's not that I, I don't have anything against Brittany. I just don't find her to be that substantive, but, you know, these shows are very social media driven now. So the person with the most social media notoriety is who they're going to feature heavy. Um, then we get Vanessa and Evelyn meeting. This was such an awkward but healthy scene. They meet somewhere in the woods. I just had the idea that security was on the other side of the camera, like 10 deep on each side. But <laughs> because this was this was interesting. Um Vanessa apologizes for calling Evelyn a homewrecker. Vanessa admits she was projecting her own relationship right. She went into this whole like diatribe about um, 
how her the 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 issue with her dude and how she heard him talking on the phone to somebody. She keeps rehashing this, which means it's very prevalent in her marriage now, which begs the question to me why she would come on TV and bring it up because then I get the idea he's at home with his mistress watching this laughing. But she uh, says that that is the reason she was so um, heavy-handed with Evelyn and how she doesn't like homewreckers because she assumes her husband has a homewrecker, which, I mean, in all technicalities, wouldn't the husband be the homewrecker? Isn't he wrecking his own home by having no consideration or no... um, conscious or any acknowledgement of his marriage by cheating on you but whatever the other woman is the homewrecker in her mind so um then she talks about how she miscarried and they bond over miscarrying and um i mean just this was a very sentimental moment but i just felt like none of that had anything to do with why she cared so much about amy's business excuse me amy's business and like went so hard at Evelyn in the first two episodes. But um, Evelyn apologized, which is a rare on-camera moment. But we get Evelyn apologizing and they hug it out. Then Jen, Brooke, and Jackie meet up uh, to shop and drink. Uh, Jen makes it a point to let us know that she is not drinking anything but champagne. Which I think is very interesting. And we're seeing on a lot of reality shows of people like distancing themselves from alcohol which is good I feel like I can attest to distancing myself from alcohol like in the past year so I'm all for that let's see how interesting of television that makes but Brooke and Jackie discussed last season all of Jackie's beefs are from last season so she as I've noticed Jackie is like eager to get into some shit because she doesn't really have a problem with anyone but they squash their issue. Um, Brittany is having a skating party. She invited Evelyn to this skating party in the beginning of the episode. But Evelyn is out of town for Shanice's 30th birthday. So she can't make it. But Brittany has a skating party. And I mean, this is very childish. But it goes with the whole theme of Brittany, I guess. Um, the women arrive. Production keeps making it a point to note that Nobody knows who Clayana's name is. Oh, yeah. They they kept like they keep saying who or they'll show somebody mispronouncing her name. And they even showed the instructor um, asking what her name was. So it was like they were dropping little nuggets as to um, nobody knowing who Clayana was. Uh, Brooke says. Listen, let me tell you, I just decided that bitches is on thin ice. And I'm just going to sit this one out because I don't know if that is going to crack. So initially, everybody is laughing at this and nobody has a problem with it. But it would come back later that um, this actually did, uh, you know, set some people's nerves on fire. So, um, which I don't think that Brooke was talking about Brittany. I feel like she was talking about Vanessa and... Um, Brittany has this thing of like wanting to internalize other people's shade. So she later uses this as the excuse for why she felt offended. But, um, then Brittany's mom calls her crying over not getting her son from her baby's dad. Um, and this, you know, ignites the fire in Brittany and she, uh, can 
consoles this with drinking, I guess. Um, then as the women are sitting down after they, um, oh, Brittany broke out the Casamigos in the midst of this too. Then Vanessa, when the girls are sitting down and they've all gotten off the ice, Vanessa, um, brings up how she felt ambushed at the dinner and Brooke and Vanessa squash, um, whatever issue they have. But the whole time the camera is like giving us Brittany being annoyed by all this and, as she, the more she drinks, the more annoyed she becomes with other people's um, situations. So then uh, they joke over not. Oh, so then um, Jaseel tells everybody that she is planning to throw her girlfriend or her fiance a uh, birthday party. In which case, she then asked Clayana if she could plan. Apparently, Clayana is a party planner. Now, they've mentioned this once, but it comes up into play here. And Jocelyn says, Kaylani, can you help plan it? Curse, girl. Just tell me what you want. Her name is Kaylani? No, it's Clayana. Wait a minute. It's Clayana. And she said, Clayana. Look, I'm just playing but that's yeah. how much we don't know you Clayana, yet. We need to get Clayana. to know you better. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, no, but honestly, yes. it was like you just kind of appeared, so we didn't know. Like, yes. I think she's kind of appeared. Well, I don't well, think she just appeared. Yeah, I don't no, think she appeared. No, but we didn't know, like, whose friend you were. I had an interaction with Jackie, Evelyn, and Shawnee. You just came around, and we didn't but know, why, like, why, why from where. Cause you're because hanging you're, with us. Yeah. I don't think nobody needs to know. I don't. I'll oh. have to check in. <laughs> no, we do need to know where you came from. <laughs> so, um, as you can see, it's like a, a snowball of uh, Jen then saying that uh, nobody knows who Clayana is. Clayana gets really defensive now. Clayana is always very defensive. I mean, I guess she she clocked that as some kind of shade, which it kind of was in a gin way of just saying you just appeared. But this annoys the shit out of drunk Britney. And she then is internalizing this more than Clayana herself is. And so um, then we get... Um, girl, just tell me what you want. Her name is Kaylani. I've I found that part to be very funny. When when Jaseel asked Clayana, can she plan the party? Her response is girl, just tell me what you want. Her name is Kaylani. Just tell me what you want. Her name is Kaylani. She just mumbled. Like what uh, 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 what was that mumble? Like she asked her could she help plan the party because supposedly she's a party planner and she literally said girl, just tell me what you want. Her name is Kaylani. I mean, I guess she said, of course, girl, tell me what you want. I got you. But it was just like, it was mush mouth. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what that marble mush mouth was. But, um, and on the tail end of that, Jackie then says, um, her name is Kaylani. This is pivotal for Jackie because, I like I said earlier, she, all her beefs are from last season. So this is an entrance for her to instigate for her to make some mess of something. And she does what Jackie Christie does, which is start some shit. So then we get um, Brittany, drunk Brittany is annoyed by these, by everyone mispronouncing Clayana's name. And she then um, 
she steps in and says, is it ah, I'm trying to be clear. As people got their own name, and I'm going to stand on my own name. Yeah. Exactly. So that's just, okay, that's just what it is. So that's what she's talking about. So I'm co-signing that. That's all I'm saying. People stand on their own name on all 10. That's just what it is. Hold on, Brit. Okay, Brittany, you get Brit, Brit, excited. Nobody is not saying young. Why are you saying that? Because I want to. No. People just stand right on that. I'm going to stand on all 10 on that. This was so just, like, out of left field because do people stand on their own name? Because all of y'all are on a show called Basketball Wise, which centers around women whose affiliation to high-level dick. Not even high-level dick, high-paid dick, because we know that the, the dick is very low-level because it's, it's shared plentiful amongst everybody. So it's high-paid dick. So is it really is it really standing on your own name or is it just now granted once y'all get away from that high paid dick and that affiliation y'all do stand on your own on your on your own name because Shawnee is still going by Shawnee O'Neal in some respects. Let's not forget about that. But I'm just saying like let's stop with the everybody stands on their own name and the whole she just did a lot in this scene and was very unnecessary, especially because she was more offended than the aggrieved party themselves with standing on your own name. And Clayana herself has all has already, you know, in the next episode, she go or the next two episodes, she goes on and on about how her dude is such a, a highfalutin championship playing, you know, well known person in the league. So Again, are you standing on your own? I mean, we don't even know. We can't even pronounce your name to know if if you're really standing on it. But nonetheless, um, Brittany is belligerent and more offended than uh, what's that girl? <laughs> I forgot her name. Than Clayana herself. So uh, that then leads to Brooke and Brittany getting into it, and it just goes from. 5 to 20 in a matter of minutes, or a matter of seconds. Sloppy. Yeah, you're drunk I'm and you're sloppy. sloppy. Yeah. What? I want to talk to the surgeon then. Go ahead. You got flappy titties. You need a surgeon. Hey, guess what? I'm natural. You look like a little boy. I'm natural. I'm not. That is such a, just a late, tired read, attempt at a read. I mean, whatever, I guess. You're natural, but you could be naturally ugly. You could be naturally bad built. You could naturally be an asshole. There's a lot of negative natural things that you can have. But uh, Brittany goes on about how she's natural. And, you know, this was just a very, I mean, what do we expect from basketball wives though, right? This was a very low vibrational read off or sparring match of I'm natural you're about like a little boy. <laughs> Insert Sheree and Marlo in Africa, which was much more of a top-tier gibberish screaming match. But we get them yelling back and forth. The climax of the episode is Brittany throwing a drink of Casamigos in Brooke's face. And surprisingly, Brooke shows restraint because we know as in season two, uh, basketball wives la she yanked jackie up and left her wig just shifted to the side of her head and that footage is still never seen the light of day so we know that brooke gets them paws when need be but she shows restraint she doesn't go there and then 
that's the end of the episode. So I will stop here and I will see you on the other side for episode four. matter it doesn't matter it very very well matters were you ever married because yes. i heard you were side no no never and do my daughter's father at 19. okay we didn't have my daughter so i was 25. it looks okay. like you're just trying to be i'm trying to be what girl no, I, why I, you, I, you're I not a relevant. basketball wife for what were you two ever? years or what one you year ever? two years no i was no with kids. my man for a whole decade what man was he who what's his name why do you, why does it matter? Because you, he was you, never relevant. And you were? You don't get to question me. You don't get to question what I've done, who I've been married to, who am I? Oh, no, 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 no. You trying to get a seat at the table, not me, honey. Oh, and I you was were? relevant. My daughter's father you're a son, was you're a son, and is relevant. You're a son, no, you're baby. A son girl. No, baby. You're you, son, is he married? Do you, do you research? My daughter's uh, 14. Is he married? She got married three years ago, baby. Well, we're do your homework. You decide, do your homework. My thing is, you're I don't dirt, care about your You're man. trash. Oh, I'm trash? You're irrelevant. You're, uh, you're, okay. you're hanging on by a thread. You're hanging on by a thread. I, I think that's you, You have boo. nothing. You I have think nothing. that's you. You you're married 10 years ago. Girl, you were married 10 years ago. Jen was eating her up. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> Jen actually was eating somebody up. Um, Kalonic just, she, she, I discovered from the last episode when I was like, what is that mumble? I discovered that mumble is like just how she talks. Like when she's uncertain of something, she just, I was with the man for, like she just kind of drifts off, like, when she's trying to gather her thought. And Jen was Jen was actually gathering her in this scene, which is funny to see because we don't see that often. Usually Jennifer is the one getting ate up, but Jen came on her shit for this one. So we start episode four, picking up at Evelyn's house. You know, she wasn't at the ice skating event. So Jen and Brooke come over her house. Um, I like this little trio. Um, I feel like they're genuinely friends. And they all kind of like just vibe off one another. It's interesting to see Jen sitting on Evelyn's couch. Like if I was Jen, I would be scared that Naya or somebody from the past was going to pop up and bink me upside the head. But uh, they've come a long way. Um, Brooke and Jen recap the skating incident. And uh, Brooke talks about how she showed restraint and she, you know, ordinarily would beat the fuck out of Brittany, but um she actually was feeling a little traumatized through that and then jen chimed in i have to say though this episode i enjoy jen a lot <laughs> like jen can get on my nerves with her bougie attitude sometimes but i felt like this episode jen was ready to just say whatever do whatever and she kept it cute at the same time so i was like i wasn't mad at jen Ev expresses her apprehension about marrying LaVon. Like I said in earlier episodes, I just think that Evelyn is one of those girls who doesn't want to be married. But because society and the female social structure is like very male centered and you should be dying to have a man and your life should revolve around finding a husband, not just having a man, but but a husband and you should 
be a wife at this very moment. If, if your goal in life isn't to be a wife, what are you doing? But um, she shares her apprehension about that. And I kind of just wish she would be honest about that. I mean, the kind of girl that she is and the kind of niggas that she's dealt with, I feel like that's just not in her, you know, she's been able to survive without it this long. Why start now? So she and Jan reconnect like old times. I said that. Then we go to JCL and Kleana meeting up to discuss the party. Now, again, they're leading us to believe that Kleana is a event planner, a party planner. So they have this little meetup, um, but they don't really, I don't even think they really discussed anything of, as far as like the party. They kind of recapped the event instead, but um, I said, Kleana has a poor way with words. She says Jen got in her personal space, which she actually didn't. Now, maybe she meant her personal business. That's why I said Kleana has a, um, she has some articulation issues. Like, I felt like she said Jen got in her personal space, but they were on opposite sides of the room. So she wasn't in her personal space. But I was like, well, maybe she means invasive, like in her business. Um, Jen and Christian go look at dogs. This was a filler scene because they're not going to have a baby. Let's be honest. I'm not going to go into why they're not going to have a baby, but they're not going to have a baby. There are several reasons why I believe that, but I will keep those to myself. Um, Brittany meets at JCL's Airbnb <laughs> because JCL does not live in Los Angeles. Let's just be honest about that as well. A lot of these girls have Airbnbs. Evelyn is the only one who I think actually lives in Los Angeles. Jackie lives in Sacramento. Uh, JCL lives in Mississippi, I'm pretty sure. Um, Jen lives in Atlanta. Kleana, I'm guessing, lives in New Jersey. I don't know. Maybe she lives in LA. Maybe she's a, a transport from New Jersey to uh LA but she has she has a lot of mob wives energy a lot of Staten Island New Jersey energy and she said she was from New Jersey originally so I, I don't know if she still lives there but all these none of these girls live in LA that's the moral of the story besides Evelyn I don't think anybody lives in LA um JCL expressed that she didn't like Britney okay yeah this scene was I thought this was a productive scene I thought JCL was keeping it honest with her and telling her how her behavior, Brittany, Brittany's behavior was belligerent um, at the skating ring. And she just kept it a buck and was like, you know, I don't think the body shaming was all that necessary. Again, like I said, that was a lazy read. Uh, uh, but she also said that Brooke didn't need to stand up, which I can agree with because that is, you know, an inflammatory position to take. Um, we get another awkward Jen and Christian scene. They're setting us up for Christian to be exposed as not being honest. So that's why we're getting all these filler scenes of them. Um, then then we get to um. Oh, Natasha's JCL's fiance arrives at the Airbnb again and they, you know, they um, cuddle on the balcony and 
kiss and they're happy about this new beginning that they're starting. I'm guessing being on the show. I could see JCL coming back for another season. They've never had a lesbian basketball wife. And her girlfriend or her fiance is, you know, she seems with it. Now, I know that these female athlete players don't make nearly what the male players make. So I'm sure this show is actually extremely beneficial for them. Um, this was a filler scene again. Although it did make me, like, wonder if JCL was a little more of the... Um, how do I say, more dominant one? and If she plays the dominant one more often than we might believe, she just kind of gives me, she gives me some stud energy a little bit sometimes. Um, they've been together for a year. Uh, JCL has a son named Prince. Um, I said they have more chemistry than Jen and Christian. Uh, then we get to a scene of Jackie visiting Brooke at home. They mourn Brooke's daughter. They recap the skating event. Again, this is Jackie wrapping up her beefs from last season because she doesn't really have any this season. But um, I said, Jackie says conversate. I, that is like one of my biggest pet peeves. It's converse, people. Converse. Not conversate. Converse. Um, JCL meets with the florists. Uh, this was a JCL heavy episode. Vanessa and Brittany arrived. They discussed lesbian sex. This was really, I mean, it was awkward, but it was interesting. If you, if you are, if you ever inquire about lesbian sex and, and the variety of it, I'm sometimes curious. That's what I said about JCL and her girlfriend and the um, scene with them on the balcony, but not awkward like fucking Vanessa was. She was asking some weird ass questions. Um, then uh, the scene. The scene, the scene that made the episode for me. Jen and Clayana meet up. And <laughs> Jen came ready for this. I will say Jen came on her shit for this. She knew what it was about to give and she showed up. Clayana was just stammering over her words. Um, and then, you know, we start with we start with them like having their fake polite introduction and um Clayana is pretending to be very welcoming of Jen. Jen kind of already knows what's up. You can tell in her confessional, she she says that, you know, colonic. She calls her colonic because she's full of shit. Um, but then uh, Clayana already, like I said, she has a very hostile energy, right? She's like, um, I know we're not allowed to say OG was hostile, but she has that OG energy of like, I don't want to be on the show, but I'm going to start an argument with somebody who is a veteran or a notable on the show, but I want to make it seem like they're attacking me. So I'm going to like do this weird passive aggressive energy. And then I'm going to just go from zero to a hundred in a matter of seconds. Um, and that's what she does. So who do you know? How, why are you here? What do you mean, why am I here? What uh, I just I, said, who do I, you know? I know everybody. Okay, so why are you here? Why are you here? Why, I'm asking you, why are you here? Why are because you here? we're all friends and we hang out. Why? Oh my God. Girl, who the hell are you? That's what we're all trying to figure out. Why are you friends with people? Because we have things that... Like, I, I just didn't get this. So why are you here? She asked Jen why she's here. Well, she's here because she's been filming this show for the last 
12 years as you as you said in this scene um and she tries to like do this reverse psychology which if you're already not the most articulate person trying to do this reverse psychology of like well why am i here why are you here well we're on a show called basketball wives you know why i'm here like i asked jennifer asked her who did she know that placed her in the group clearly jen knows 90 percent of these people because she's been on the show for years and years and years so then um they do this weird back and forth and Kleana thinks she's eating but she's really making a fool of herself and it just it goes downhill from there and how long ago were you married it doesn't matter. Uh, very, very well matter. Were you ever married? Because I yes. heard you were side. No, no, never. And do my daughter's father at 19. Okay. We, we didn't have my daughter until I was 25. It looks okay. like you're just trying to be. I'm trying to be what? Girl, you're, you're, I, why I, you, I, you're I not relevant. basketball wife. For what, Were you two ever? years? Or what, one you year, ever? two years? No, I was no with kids. my man for a whole decade. What man was he? Who, what's his name? Why do you, why does it matter? Because you, he was never relevant. And you were? You don't get to question me. You don't get to question what I've done, who I've been married to, who am I? Oh, no, 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 no. You trying to get a seat at the table, not me, honey. Oh, I was you relevant. Were? My daughter's father. No, you're a side, you're a side, you're a side, no, you're baby. a side girl. No, baby. You're do you're, is he married? Do you, do you research? My daughter's uh, 14. Is he married? He got married three years ago, baby. Well, where do your homework? Do your homework. Do your homework. My thing is, I don't dirt, care about your You're man. trash. Oh, I'm trash? You're irrelevant. You're, oh, you're, okay. you're hanging on by a thread. You're hanging on by a thread. I, I think that's you, you have nothing. You I have think nothing. that's you. You got, you were married 10 you're years ago. You're delusional. Girl, you were married 10 years ago. Now, I just want to I just want to remind you that in the last episode, remember, people stand on their own names. It was all about people standing on their own names and they stand 10 toes down. Remember, that was what Brittany said when the girls were asking Clayana where she came from. I'm trying to be clear as people got their own name. And I'm going to stand on my own name. Yeah. Exactly. That's just, okay, that's just what it is. So that's what she's talking about. So I'm co-signing that. That's all I'm saying. People stand on their own name on all 10. That's just what it is. Hold on, Brett. Okay, Brittany, you get Brittany excited. Nobody is saying Why are you saying that? Because I want to. So if people stand on their own names, why are you questioning this woman on her hus her ex-husband of a decade ago that you just said? Why are you questioning her on his relevancy? And then pointing out your your father, your child's father is very relevant, but he got married three years ago to somebody else. So what what I thought you stood on your own name. That's what I'm saying. Y'all be saying that you stand on your own name, but you really stand on a dick. Like not a high level dick, a high paid dick. And you your proximity to that, which is a child, you you stand on that. Now you may stand on your own name once you finally open a business, but for the most part, you stand on a nigga's dick. And that's where you stand. And that's where you reach from. Now, Jen's, Jen was like, Jen said, I was a basketball wife. Let's be clear. As the, the, this ain't Evelyn. This ain't goddamn nobody else, bitch. I was a basketball wife. So let's be clear. Me and Shawnee was the only, and Jackie was the only motherfucking basketball wives on this show. Let's be clear about that. Like I said, Jen was giving it back. She, Kleana was light work, and light work for Jen is saying a lot. One thing I will give Jen is that she will walk the fuck away from conflict. I, I am totally Jen. I'm not going to sit here and argue with you 
to the point that you want to get physical with me and you want to get violent with me because you can't tongue tussle. You can't throw your words around. And when Jen got up and walked away, then Kleana was like, oh, my God. I think it said a lot to Jen's character when she got up and walked away. She's a coward. Bitch, you set the house on fire. And then now that the house is burning, you want to always find the closest exit. It's sad, quite frankly. It says a lot about her character because she's not going to let you get violent with her. It says a lot about her character because she's going to walk away before you get to throw a plate of food or a drink at her. It does say a lot about her character, but it says a lot about your character that that's a negative to you that somebody walks away from violence or that somebody walks away for people who clearly don't have the articulation to engage in a, a healthy dialogue. And you, pretty soon you were going to throw something because that's what you girls do who can't fight with your words. Y'all throw food. Y'all throw Y'all really throw everything but hands. Y'all throw food, y'all throw glasses, y'all throw drinks. But y'all don't never throw them motherfucking hands, though. So that scene was, it ends with her chasing Jen out of the restaurant. And Jen, like, walks up on her and she shoves her. Again, we're getting physical. That Jen didn't touch her. Jen didn't bump chest with her. But she felt the need to get physical. That's why she walked away the first time. Because that's how you girls get when y'all can't fight with y'all words. So Jen ended up leaving. Again, I appreciated Jen in this scene. I thought she handled it very well. I thought she ate verbally as she walked away. And I'm not even a big Jen fan. I just want to say. But I went up for her in this scene because I feel like she did what needed to be done. And handled this very much how it needed to be handled. Um... I said Kleana was grasping at straws, asking Jen if she has kids and how long ago was she married. Right. So what, what do you have kids? So that's what defines that's what defines whether it's not somebody was a basketball wife. Do you have kids, bitch? You have kids and never had a ring. What's the difference? Like the shit that some women use as like a weapon to put themselves on a pedestal is so just lame and whack and tired and as much as you say you don't want to be connected to a nigga that's your you shout out to erica de niro my girl on youtube as she says you hoes have dicks on an altar y'all pray to a dick <laughs> like everything is how connected to a dick you are um so yeah shout out to erica um we then see Jen and JCL meet up. Jen recaps the previous lunch she had with Clayana and uh, says that she's not she's not attending the she can't attend um, N Natasha, JCL's fiance's birthday party if Clayana will be there. So JCL wants to fit in with the girls who need to be fit in with. So she says that she won't invite Clayana, um, which I don't blame Jen. I'm uh, Clayana gives me that she's on the brink of violence. Jen didn't already sue VH1 and these people for Evelyn and, and her friends getting violent with her. If I was Jen, I'm not getting hit again. I'm not getting no drink thrown at me. I'm not getting hit in the neck. I'm not doing that again. If the girls can't fight with their words, I'm off this bitch. And that's just that. Um, Evelyn and LaVon meet up. LaVon seems like a very nice guy. He almost seems like Evelyn knows he's too nice of a guy for her. Like, he gives me, he's an active father. He has his bills up to date. He's a very good man. Women, unfortunately, don't always choose those men. 
he's not a bad looking man. He seems to um, want to prioritize a woman and he wants a wife. He makes it very clear that he does not want a long term girlfriend. He wants a wife. So, you know, Evelyn is not looking to be a wife. So she expresses her hesitation about that. Um, one thing I will say is Evelyn has to stop bringing up Ocho Cinco. Like, you got to let that go, niece. You just, it was a bad experience. Y'all got married and it lasted a month and it just ended foul. Like, but you can't, you can't be trying to start a new relationship and be rehashing that. Or even if you're trying to end a, a relationship and be like, well, I'm ending it because of how the last nigga made me feel or the last man made me feel. Like, you have to get that out your system. I don't even think she still has feelings for Chad, but I feel like that's just a lingering, a lingering obstacle for her that maybe some therapy may be necessary for. Um, I said he wants to be a husband, not just a boyfriend. And that's a rare, you know, that's a rarity. So if you listen to my other podcast about the friend zone, um, I spoke to how, you should not be an obstacle in someone's pursuit of happiness. And I think this is a case of her not being an obstacle in his pursuit of happiness. Let this man go be a husband to a woman who wants a husband, to a woman who's dying to be a wife. Let Just let that be, as opposed to you want to be a long-term girlfriend. And it's not, you know, he just doesn't strike me as that. So... Um, but she since then has posted that they're still good friends and they're not, you know, they amicably, it didn't work out as what it hasn't been like Tamar and the dude she met on that same show. They actually, LaVon doesn't give me that though. He doesn't give me, you know, bash a woman once it doesn't work out energy. So I'm glad that, that it's been a positive for them. Um, we get to JCL's event. The women arrive. Uh, Jackie, I said Jackie is in the same Gucci bag. Jackie loves this Gucci fanny pack. She, that's all she wears. All black and a Gucci fanny pack. I swear she's been wearing that since like season two or three. Um, Jan and Christian arrive. They meet the group. Um, Christian is telling the group about himself and he, about himself and he explains how he has two kids. This raises alarms with Vanessa. Okay, he said he has a kid almost one and almost two. And then he's talking about marrying Jennifer. It's already not making sense to me. The math really ain't math in here. We might just get a... I want you to go find some business of your own. I want you to go tend like Brooke told you in the first episode. Tend to what's going on in your motherfucking household. Because you're way too concerned about Amy's household. Evelyn's household. Now Jen's like you're too consumed with all these other dicks and all these other households to not know that your man is on the phone with his son and you think it's another woman. I'm gonna need you to go find some business, Vanessa, that doesn't involve another woman's dick that she's fucking. Like you're too consumed. I know you call yourself the bill collector and every everybody else's business concerns you, but Mama, I'm going to need you to get your shit in order. I'm going to need your house to be in fucking order. Did Brooke say, I don't even have Brooke's tirade that she went on on her, but didn't she say something similar like, get your house in order? 
Like your your house can't be so disorganized, but yet you're consumed with what what what's going on with other people. This man may have other children, or may ha I don't really get what what the math wasn't mapping with on there, that he has a one year old and a two year old. I mean, niggas have babies one year and be with another bitch the next year all the time. That that math very much adds. That's one plus one equals two for a nigga. Like that, the math does math. I mean, having a one year old and a two year old that's a year apart, and then a year later he's with a, another woman. That that. That adds up. That sounds about right. I don't know what math wasn't mathing to her, but I guess when you live in the universe of dying to be a wife and husband, that it doesn't math to you. But for for in my logic, that made perfect sense. And he looks like he had a baby a year apart from each other, and now is with somebody else. Um, JCL. Disinvites Clayana, Natasha and her teammates arrive. This was giving very much uh, the girls' basketball team goes to prom. It was just a lot of women awkwardly walking around in feminine clothes. And, <laughs> you know, they had a game. Excuse me. They had a game previously. And um, the coach was there. The team was there. It was just even Brooke turned to Evelyn and some Evelyn and Jackie and was like, where the niggas at? Because <laughs> it was just, it was not a sausage in sight. It was just all, yeah. I felt her on that. And then uh, Natasha thanks the ladies for having JCL's back. The ladies question Christian. Um, <laughs> Evelyn says that all of Jen's dudes have been scammers to some degree, including Timmy Thick Thighs, a.k.a. Tim from Sweetie Pies. Which I still want to know what, as much as the way Jen act, I just would never put them together. I would love to have been a fly on the wall in their conversations. Like what? Because Tim was just very, I don't know, weird ass energy. But that was the episode. That was episode four. So I put this with episode three. I'm going to release them together. And then I'm going to try to do episode five as soon as possible. All righty. All righty. Thank you for listening. Peace.